Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! What's up, gamers? It's Slide Whistle. It is immunization! Hey everyone, back in the forums again. It's your boy, Aaron, Fire Magic Sword and Aaron Horde Punching Bag. And I'm really glad that I remembered that one, because this is the second time we're trying. But the first time in my heart. Uh, hey, in, uh, in big news, Bobby Kotuk's a huge asshole. Well, you know, it, and it's, it's news, people say, because it's been revealed and it's in the internet space. But, you know, he's a CEO of literally any company, so I just kind of assumed. But now we know specifics. Yeah, and I also just kind of assumed that the head of a company that has a cultural issue like Blizzard and Activision have had, that it is a culture that is, like, from the top down. So it's, like, not surprising, but it somehow is worse than I thought it would be. <laughs> like, a lot of this news that came out since our last time that we recorded, it's pretty bad. Like... And, and there, like, there's, so a big part of it is, like, covering up for sexual abuse, covering up for workplace stuff. I was like, well, shit, that is incredibly shitty, but that's workplace stuff. And it's also, like, and one time he called a secretary and said he was going to fucking kill her. And I was like, well, that's a bit much, Robert. Let's, let's walk that one back. Also, how it came out that he literally wrote that weird Fran Townsend email announcement that, that they got her like or... demoted like she got chased offline and got demoted in the company because of this thing that she didn't even write it was just attributed to her i mean like Which i'm not defending she, her because I'm yeah, sure she, she's she's still, too, but like... she's still a stinker but that directly led to her being demoted in the company Oh, she didn't get demoted. I think she just stepped down from the women's group that she was leading because they were like, that letter you wrote was shitty, but <laughs> Big Bobby K wrote that letter, <laughs> which is like, why? I, and, and then he later criticized that own letter. He said, that was a very tone deaf of her to write that. What? But Robert, you wrote that. It's like some Sith Lord level evil games shit i don't i it it's like you can't even write this stuff it's like it's, i mean he it's did first <laughs> it's first work like first level thinking to be like uh, let me write a thing that's in defense of me but it's coming from lady so they'll love it and then when it went over like a lead balloon he was like but it was from lady why didn't that save us but another big thing that like came to light this last week was as, as we know, I don't know that we really talked much about it because when Jen O'Neill left as, like, co-CEO or whatever, it was just kind of silent. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of news presented about why, but the specifics about why came out this last week as well. And I think that was the part that was mm -hmm. the most upsetting to me. The fact that she was offered less than Mike Ibarra. And I'm like, it's some, some fucking nerve from Bobby himself, which I assume he's the one that made their salaries right either that or the board who's currently defending bobby so they're probably they're one of the same at this point it seems like but yeah they basically they basically like why would you do that like it's again it's a comically poor decision because why wouldn't they compare and it like came out later that it was emails from mike to the staff that was like yeah like we tried well he said that their first pay negotiation they offered them equal pay but he didn't mention how by that point she had already put in her two weeks she quit. And so they only did it because she was quitting. It's like, of course they're going to compare their salaries. Why wouldn't they? They're co-CEOs. Well, I guess, but also it's because they got paid at their current rate, right? Isn't that also a reason why they were saying that they got paid at their current rate that they were before? And then in the transition, they never bumped her up, which is like they rejected it several times, which is so stupid. Like, it's so stupid because you know that the company is under a, a microscopic lens for reasons like this. So I, it just makes perfect sense to me that, like, you would make sure that they're paid equally. <laughs> yep, just a whole lot of fuckery. And so, what, then the board backed him and then Bobby was like, this article is slandering me, saying that I'm a bad guy. And it's like, well, I mean, it's pretty apparent. And then what, now we have the, some shareholders, very small amount of shareholders, when you look at like the whole number of stocks, yeah, they that there they are. they own point four percent of ABK, so 
not to be like, they're insignificant. It does mean a lot that they're saying something, but unfortunately they're not quite the, the force that we need uh, to, to get them out yet. And then we had workers' strike, and then probably the biggest force of all is Bobby did what no man could do, and that's unite Xbox and Sony uh, together, the heads of both like gaming departments, for like, hey, fuck you, Bobby. We have Call of Duty on your systems, or you have Call of Duty on our systems, and maybe we don't like that. Yeah, and like, who other than the two of you, uh, Sweaty Gumbo and her boyfriend, plays cod on the computer like i'm sure there are people but like it's so small compared to the console market so i I, I have to clarify this aaron sweaty gumbo and her boyfriend play on console so well there you go even more so so yeah like and i hate to be like you know who cares about the workers who cares about the people but when two enormous companies who are making up like 70 80% of your profits are like actually we're thinking about dumping you that's that's got to look real bad on our boy and okay so i'm going to say it right now i'm calling to action all candy crush moms out there if you guys all bond together now and also call for bobby to be removed i think that's the last stronghold here that they have like we can take them down just get your candy crush like aunties together we got this all the karens all the amys all the kims out there in the nation lend me your ear stop playing candy crush for like a week and they'll feel it (laughs) i i hate to cite uh an argument made on the good old reddit.com but we'll win and their wallets all we need is whoever is developing Candy Crush to just put in a little notification that's like, sign this petition to kick Bobby Kotek out, and you get three retries on your next Candy Level. <laughs> I was just about to say, you get one free retry on level 27 if you sign this petition to fire our CEO. And they'll be like, fuck it, I don't care. I'll sign it 10 times. Level 27's awful. Put some respect on Amy's name, though. You know it's level 9,027 at this point. It's over 9,000. Poor Yabyag. <laughs> he used to have to log into Facebook just to get his mother super points. She texted him in the too. middle of the night. Maria was hell high into Farmville, as I've said before. <laughs> Gardening her crops at 3 a.m., setting alarms. <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. I'm really hoping... I... I don't see how he can survive this. Like, I know CEOs are so heavily protected and it's so easy for them to, like, get out of situations and even just be like, here's your severance pay. But, like, it really does seem like the world is currently against Bobby Kotick and the board. So I'm really hoping the snowballs. We got to keep this trending on Twitter. Don't let it get forgotten. And, I, and I'm just going to say, I only notice this because it's the same fucking guy every time. You know if Bobby Kotick sees Jason Schreier on the street, it's go time. He's like, you motherfucker! I lost everything because of you! <laughs> Good. Like, every time every time it's a an ABK scandal, it's always fucking Jason Schreier. And I'm just like, dang, my man's got the scoop. Yeah, he's working hard out there in the trenches. So let's talk a little bit about 9.2 data mining. And this news... Yeah, I want, I want some... We've talked about too much bad. I want some good, because I'm excited. Well, let me just start off with some news that we received uh, three minutes ago. Breaking news, everybody. It's PT. So, you know, they're doing data mining, so we're getting a lot of stuff that may change or may not change. Uh, gearing in patch 9.2, a new legendary belt that will swap between covenants. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Run that shit back. So you're telling me... That if I'm a Night Fae and I craft this and I switch to Kyrian, it will automatically switch to the Covenant Legendary of Kyrian? This Universal Belt will automatically swap between Covenant Legendary powers so that you do not have to recraft Legendaries or carry around four different items in order to use those powers as you swap from one Covenant to another. That's so I'm just, just going to say. That's just good because they already said that Covenant Legendary was the only other one you can get. So, might yeah, might as well make it. It's just one item. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that will just effectively make it so that pretty much every class or spec will run this in their belt slot, probably. I mean, 
uh, as Aaron and I were talking last episode, like ours doesn't seem that spectacular, but it's just an extra thing that we wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm just going to instantly craft this as soon as I count my priests and then just, you know, whatever covenant I choose to be, it's just a benefit. That's This is awesome. This is wild for me because my Pharaoh legendary is my covenant legendary. So, but it's not on my belt. It's on my back. Actually, so you I don't get, know you where get to it pick is. a whole new one to to put on now. It's on my legs. Oh my god, I get to have legs. I don't think I like that. Well, you have four. You're a kitty cat. Meow. That's pretty dope. That that's fantastic. I love this. This is this is like breaking news. I'm probably going to be doing this throughout the podcast. It's just like as if something important. Yeah, breaks. yeah. We we <laughs> happen to be recording right as literally they are data mining things. So slide is rapidly hitting F5 to reload and get us new information on the on the dot. Yeah. So I will say, like right when we were collecting in the recording booth here in Oribos, um, that's when the news started piling in, and I will just plunge us into like unprecedented territory here i'm i think you boys will agree but i think it is time for perhaps the earliest sexiest npc of the week baby but you know what today's sexiest npc of the week deserves because they made me come early (laughs) same though like i i just want to say like i was caught in my tracks when i saw this model posted on wowhead right before i pressed record today and I'm talking the Incubus model has been revealed, baby. Mm, whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there. Half-masked with open arms, baby. This has got to be legitimately one of the sexiest, the sexiest model, I think, in the game. I, I'm worried for future contenders. This is the model the specific model that we have ever had that is designed to be the sexiest. When we first surmised that this would be a thing that would be coming in the future of WoW, first off, we didn't know that it would be coming this soon, but then we were right. Then we surmised that it would be kind of sexy. We thought like, oh, maybe it'll be Twinkie. But no, like this this thing is hot, like legitimately hot. I am so excited, not lying. I am a now a warlock main. Krakuda, she might be level 50 now, but the very first thing I'm doing as soon as 9.2 drops is I am making sure she's level 60. I am buying this glyph and then summoning this pet. Like, it has everything. He even has that, like, chain bikini where, like, it's held together by a single belt loop, like, on the hips. This this motherfucker, he's got a choker. He's got his, his little, like, cat of nine tails. He's got that medium death cheek meat. Oh, this man's just bringing it. Like this is ridiculous. Like it's it's so good. Like and you know, what sucks the most? It's gonna suck for my DPS because the succubus is yes. is not is not any. No, I, don't I think was it's just thinking warlocks, about that. Right? It's it's gonna be awful because Fellhound is so convenient for the interrupt. What am I gonna do with a charm? But I need to have them out. Well, you know what? Like, I don't care. Like, if you're invited to a key or a raid and they're like, oh, we need you to switch for an interrupt. And I'll just say, no, I literally cannot. This, like, look <laughs> look at this. This is too sexy to put away. It's going to be a new meta. It's going to be like, warlocks invited, but no incubi. Ugh. My favorite is so like when Immune told me that it was posted, I said, "Oh my god, what are the comments?" He goes, "It was just posted. There are no comments." I said, "I'm gonna be the first to comment on this," and I wasn't. As I typed it, there was like 13 seconds on this post being up, and I got beat by one, two, by four posts, and the posts read as such: "Ah, wow, oh my god, I like it a lot. Amazing." Like every like the comment section is united. <laughs> Feast your eyes upon his man buds. Oh yeah, I'll no. be I'll, I'll be every uh, Warcraft Twitter person and be like, do you think they dropped the incubi to cover their asses because of the scandal? Well, no, literally, there's not a whole lot of ass covered because I was gonna bring up like our our incubus <laughs> model here. He is double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> 
Yo, yo, these comments. Uh, I, I think you're gonna make a fun way okay? to go. I didn't know you were gonna do double cheeked up. <laughs> I, I figured you guys would appreciate that one. Yo, okay. I, I I think the incubus is gonna is gonna recombine the the fractured Warcraft community because these comments, everyone's just saying how hot it is. One person said, and whose name is Pluto Four said. I thought this was supposed to be a bowl of fruit. Oh, just double standards, right? And there's like 18 comments that are like, the original Succubus is still there. Explain how that is double standard. And someone's like, double standard? Nope. You're just mad because naked man. And I'm like, oh, okay, comments, let's go. He really thought this guy studied the art of don't you own phones and was like, I'm really going to zing it to him. And now he's so sad showing his mom like, please they're being mean to me yo okay now we as a whole we did this we got the incubus put in the male the male succubus right we have a new goal are you ready for this we want male shivara give us those six-armed beautiful double-donged guys all i'm saying is if 10.0 rolls around and we do not have council of shivaros then uh I don't want it. I want I want a room of men with tall hats and long bottoms, if you catch me in my drift. So we all know the Shavara. Now get ready for the Hevara. <laughs> Man, fuck, it was right there. I, I had the first opportunity and I blew it, y'all. Don't worry, I, I was like, come on, come on, what is it, what is it? So you, you gave me the time to craft it. Aw, uh, you know what, I couldn't, and I didn't even do it too, because I, I see it as Shiv-Ara, but it's very clearly Shiv-Ara. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm never leaving Any, Silver Moon yeah, again. <laughs> anyway, this man is hot, and I'm going to give him his award when I summon him ASAP as soon as 9.2 comes out. How much do you think this cliff's going to cost? Because this is going to be an inscriptionist there thing, is right? no amount I wouldn't pay. <laughs> well, so basically, do we all just need to level up our inscription and get this glyph made as soon as possible so that we can just make bank on this? Actually, no. Don't do that. No one do that. It's not going to be expensive. It's fine. Actually. As an inscriptionist, please, go go away. Stay where you are. <laughs> And that's why the Incubus model is our sexiest NPC of the week. Oh. I hope it does little boy giggles. Oh my, oh my god. I didn't even think about the voice lines. Because, right, she goes... Does she blow kisses? Because we didn't mention it, but like he also has a, a little like whip of sorts. And he has to make kissy noises, right? Yeah. He has to. Mwah. <laughs> It'll be great for like old Warcraft guys, because I'll charm them with it and I'll just make sure to like personal message them like you are gay now. Oh my and god. That's, go that's gonna completely shut down at least like thirty percent of the current Warcraft player base. Let's just say that, that charm will last longer than the thirty seconds. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> really fuck with them. <laughs> Oh, that's so good though. Um, okay, but so we now we have some tier shit. So we have a little bit of tier bonuses coming out. So we get an idea of what we're gonna get the power level we're gonna get to play with in nine point two. Which I'm kind of excited. Yeah. So so far we only have information about a few classes and specs in particular. But like, luckily, Beast Mastery Hunter is one of them, so I can talk about this. So so far. There's a two-piece and a four-piece bonus for BM Hunter that has been data mined. And at two-piece, it says your kill command critical strike chance is increased for each stack of frenzy your pet has. And four-piece says kill command critical hits increase the damage and cooldown reduction of your next Cobra shot. So these are just things that directly benefit you and your damage if you are doing your rotation properly anyways. So it this is just like a straight like DPS increase. It's not, like, too exciting, I suppose, because, as I said, if you're doing your rotation right, this is just, like, good for your DPS. But it's actually quite a sizable boost, I assume. Like, I don't do theory crafting on actual numbers or anything, but it sounds like it's pretty substantial. I can tell you, as someone who's had to live with a legendary that is utter clown shoes for a long time, 
you know, sometimes it is exciting just to have a straight boost to like your standard rotation. Yeah. So, um, in a second post later on that was posted even more recently, we in particular got monk information. So, Aaron, which one do you want me to read to you here? What, like, well, since you're you, our local yeah, monk, I was, I was say uh, technically he does all of them, but what does what does a Mistweaver do? Okay, so Mistweaver two set. Essence font's residual healing effect lasts an additional two seconds. And the four set is drinking Thunder Focus Tea summons a progenitor rune of healing, increasing all healing de- dealt while inside its bounds by 123. Uh, that number probably doesn't mean anything. It's probably... Okay, so now here's the, like that. here's the part where we give our fourth host, Jamunky, a mischievous monk, time to respond. Jamunky, take it away. And that was Jamunky with the... <laughs> That was jamming with Jamunky, our new segment. <laughs> so it sounds to me like uh, the foresight basically gives you like an arcane rune, but for monk healing, is that what that is? Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I was I was prepared for like like the first one makes sense. I was like, I know essence font, and then it was like it gives you an epic rune of healing, and I was like, well, I have no concept of what that is, but. I know Thunder Focus T goes every 30 seconds, so that's cool. I just realized, um, on the same page where they talk about Druid and Paladin, they talk about the Creation Catalyst, which is the official name of your bad luck protection on tier sets if you're not a, a raider or if you're somebody who wants to get you know the catch-up gear. So this is where you create your own tier set. It says, this will serve to help anyone who's having bad luck on a particular armor slot or to help alts quickly catch up later in the patch. The Creation Catalyst will use Cosmic Flux in combination with an appropriate non-set armor piece to create a Progenitor Armor Piece in that armor slot of the same item level. Okay, so yeah, so we get PvP, Mythic Plus, or New Eternities and Content, which I'm assuming is going to be like the Tanan Jungle of... I love that I call it the Tanan Jungle, when in reality it's like the Wandering Isle. Is that what it is? <laughs> I was going to say, like, it really shows when we started and played a whole lot. Because I feel like a lot of people would would say, like, yeah, this is like the Wandering Isle. Or, like, who knows what is like before that. But, yeah, it, it's very much the same concept, I feel like. Okay, so we have an example. Uh, for example, the Great Vault rewards an eye level 265 non-set chest piece. Once you unlock the Creation Catalyst, and you have enough Cosmic Flux, this can be used to make an eye level 265 Progenitor Armor piece that activates the set bonus. Okay. So you just gotta get the chest piece out of your vault. Wait, so can it be any chest piece? Yeah, no, I was reading and hearing um, that you can basically, like with some restrictions, take any armor piece and turn it into a tier set piece with the proper amount of whatever tokens. I, I mean, I think I'd throw those balls. You guys named them uh, Denuser Bucks or whatever. Yeah, d- uh, Denuser Dollars. <laughs> That's amazing because it just really opens up the field. So like, you don't have to get a specific set. You don't have to pay an ass out of money on the auction house to get your your legendary piece to convert it into a tier set piece you can just take your shitty old hands and make your shitty old hands into a into a tier piece which okay now this is a great start to what my ultimate goal is for tier sets and that is make this applicable to everything let me create a tier set on my rings or on my trinkets just let me pick which armor it goes on so i don't have to specifically have like you know the set five pieces that's it make it ethereal gem slot based we're almost there hmm that is a good idea i just hate having like i hate having my pants locked off my pants no pants can ever drop for me until 9.2 when i when i'm wearing a belt and then i'm locking them up Slide Whistle says, no pants allowed. Oh no, he's jumping ship? Has Kim worked her way into you? Slide Whistle says, pants are overrated. Man, are they still out there? Hey, if you're in the guild, pants are overrated, hit me up. I want to fight you. (laughs) We can't shout out to pants are overrated because not only do we know, A, they do still exist, 
B, we know that they're better than us, and that's the worst part. Being being better doesn't make you a good person. I think Gandhi said that. And then he nuked me after 17 hours in Civ, and I said, Thank you! Why do these games last so long? Uh, uh, we have late, the latest news 22 seconds ago. Who cares? Vicious PvP mounts. It's a vicious wolf and a vicious toad. We get the wolf. The horde gets the toad. Wait, that toad. Wait, that wolf looks pretty cool, though. Holy shit, look at this what? wolf. Fuck it, fuck it, link it in the chat. I want to see this shit. Oh, I'm linking it right now. Look at that wolf. Whoa, that's a cool. That is a very cool wolf. So when you said wolf, I was used to like the frost wolf clan. And I was like, we already have one of those. But it's like a proto animal. So I was like, oh, I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's like I like sleek. that a lot better than the proto toad. Look at their toad. Their toad sucks. Wait, yeah, uh, wait. Fuck you, wait, Horde. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, that's not, wait. Is that even a proto toad? That looks just like an Ardenweldian toad. Wait. Oh my god. Wait a minute. Whoa. Hold up. No. 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 Notice the armor on that toad. That's an alliance toad. There's two versions. There's a horde wolf and an alliance wolf, and a horde toad and an alliance toad. We normally don't get this. So I think they're making this in both, and you get to choose which one you take out. Well, that's cool. Well, not that I'll ever get it, but sorry, toad. You're not being selected. Wow. That proto wolf does look really dope. It's like so sleek. It's almost like it kind of reminds me of uh, what's that game on the Wii? Uh, wolf in Japanese. Uh, fuck. Okami. 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 It's very Okami to me. Is that wrong? You are not incorrect. It looks very Amaterasu. Oh, <laughs> Oh. oh, fuck Fuck all this PTR news. We got important shit, which is the new six-month subscription stuff and the new transmog set that's not a part of the six-month sub that costs $20. <laughs> that, that, yes, yeah, that will cost you some money. Although the Black Friday sale is on, so you can get a bunch of bullshit, including it for slightly less, question mark? I think our fifth post of the podcast... Suli said it the best, that he wishes that he could earn these things in-game, which I understand, but he will also be giving his money to Blizzard for this set, and I probably will too. I just really feel like this starry robe and mog set will look good on my priest. I want to urge everybody out there to watch a video on the transmog set. Look up what it looks like on you, because you may not like what it looks like on your model. I kind of don't like it, and I bought it. <laughs> I already bought it. I don't I don't like the chest piece in the middle. It feels very hefty and armory. And there's also this like little rune underneath you, and the rune doesn't move correctly. It's like very stationary. You know the the flying disc cloud, Aaron. How it used to look mm-hmm. when like so like now that there's a there's a cloud of air behind it that makes it look a lot better when it's moving. But before it was just like a little square pillow underneath you. That's kind of what it's giving me the vibes of. My big thing is as a mage, and granted, I I don't typically buy the purchasable things anyways. But as a mage, I have like at least two or three sets that look like this. So I'm like, okay, Blizzard, like that's fine. This one wasn't for me. I will say the coolest part of the MOG, though, when I saw it on slide, was that the there are these stars that float around your person, and they streak behind you when you're, like, mounted or running. Those do look cool. Oh, the top half of this thing looks amazing. I love how this, like, there's just there's two constant, like, stars slash comments that's, like, circle around you. It's really cool. Um, So just, like, just watch a video. Don't just buy it immediately. You might like it. You might not like it. Maybe you kind of medium mood it. Maybe you're going to auga it. Who knows? But if you are like all of us, a six-month WoW subscriber, you automatically get the really cute Murloc backpack. Also, I just want to say, Heavy, this is officially your call out. Just fucking do it. Like, what the fuck, dude? Wait, is it that he doesn't have a six-month sub? Yeah, he just has a one month for some reason, but he's well, been playing he- heavy, for heavy, one time. Heavy, I will, I will come to you as a man who had a one month sub for four years. 
just do it. It's not like you're going to leave and you get goodies. I wish every day I had the dread mount, the, the big ship, but I don't. And that's my sobering call to action. Get the six month sub and get the baby backpack, which by the way, you get three variations on it and it's very cute. I ran around in Oribos with it and my mans was looking around and just really taking in the world. It felt like lower Blackrock Spire all over again. I could finally lead some children. Did you, um, have you gone out into like the world with it? Have you done any like world content while you're, while you're wearing no, this? No, no. I've only walked around Oribos with them. So if you initiate an attack, like uh, if you spellcast, uh, it will hide in its shell. It looks very much like uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh card. Uh, oh God, what's it called? Uh, Toon Dragon. Yes. Uh, oh, what's his what's his real name? When it's in the shell, his little feet sticking out. Ryu Ran. The card is Ryu Ran. It looks just like that. A little eye slit, like right in the middle of the egg, it's cracked. And the minute you leave combat, it pops out of the shell. It's so cool. Oh, this guy used to be a buster. <laughs> I love this guy. This guy was in my dragon deck. You, you forgot about old Ryu Ram? I did, admittedly. I thought, I was like, he was in my dragon deck, but for some reason, the only thing I could think of was Lord of D. Oh, Lord of D. <laughs> Lord of Shard of D's. Also, I have great news for you, Aaron. You said you wanted the Dreadwake. You can still get it. It's in the shop for $25. Pick it up yeah, right now. You said, you said you'd get it in a heartbeat. It, pick it up. If it was a six month motherfucker, I'm not gonna pay twenty five dollars, especially because because I could get one of the other ones where it's like, oh, it's a a big celestial dragon, or it's a a Larion looking guy that's made out of farts and wishes. I don't want to pay for the boat now that it costs money. Dude, I would love a farts and wishes mount. <laughs> It'd be so good. I feel like it sums up my my wow existence. Yeah, I'd agree. What a Ryu Ran. Toon Ryu Ran. Yugi boy. But speaking of Ryu Ran, did you see, guys, the really, really sick looking new druid travel form? This thing is so high res. It's, it's a cheetah. High res cheetah. It looks ridiculous. Like, do I have to give up my doe form for it? Can I get an upgraded doe form with big hoop earrings? I'd love that. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm just picturing it how, like, maybe it's just me, and maybe, I think Aaron's probably on the side of Twitter, too, like, st how Stan Twitter just takes photos of people, yes. and then, like, Sparkle edits them with, like, the long nails and the hoop earrings. Yes, and the hoop like, earrings, and, they, and sometimes they have, like, the, like, the braids bonnet cap on. I feel like that's what we need for the slides dough form. Okay, back to this cheetah form. I, I, I do have an issue with this cheetah form right now. This... This, so it's a cheetah travel form, which I've said multiple times. This looks better than some of the, most of the cat forms. Game, I want, you, this you, is a cat you wish, form. You wish you could be this guy yeah. when you're attacking. This is insane looking. It looks so cool. Like, I, like, I mean, like, I don't want to be like, well, they better upgrade all of the 16 druid cat forms. But like, <laughs> I mean, you are a World of Warcraft player. <laughs> now that you've gotten an inch, take a mile. <laughs> Get like, on the boards. Why can't they make the cats look like this? Why can't they make the bears look like this? It's beautiful. It's so... It's got a little necklace. It's got earrings. He does have the hoop earrings. He, he just needs to paint... He just needs to, like, paint his nails, put on some acrylics or something, you know? I was about to say, if those nails aren't at least half a foot long, my man's is not living the dream yet. Oh, here come the shamans. Here come the shamans in the comments. Maybe something for shaman this time. Looks amazing. I hope shaman... Get out of here, shamans. This isn't your time. Go to your own posts. That's right. You don't have any yet. So now it's about the midway point, so it's time to throw it to our favorite non-proto-wolf, Growlina. Ow! Growl, prowl, let's hot in to growl on the prowl. I'm sitting here today with Regulon, who has just heard the news about this week's sexiest NPC of the week, the Incubus, Reg, 
Any thoughts on this historic moment? Well, I love it. Fair's fair. And it's time we get a sensual man to hang out with after years of only seeing the ladies. I just wish it was a bit more fair, though. More fair? Why, what's unfair about including Incubi as a summon? I mean, look at their weapon. It's this tiny, multiple-pronged torture tool. How is it going to compare with a big, nasty whip that the succubus has? He has to get so close to hit everyone. And I just think there shouldn't be a difference in the zoning when it comes to their attack. You know, I hadn't thought of that. I was so distracted by a six-pack and ample butt cheeks that I hardly noticed his inferior weapon. Well, Blizzard learns from its mistakes, and this sure is a mistake. Get the Incubi a real weapon, stat. Amen. Well, until our cries are heard, this has been Growl. Back to the boys in the studio. But first, a brief word from our sponsor. everyone we the boys of dnr have come to you today to talk to you about a brand new sponsorship that we have with manscaped yes manscaped the leading provider in men's grooming equipment for your special friends we were able to test out the lawnmower 4.0 the newest men's grooming safe razor from manscaped it features not only skin safe technology for a smooth shave on your downstairs but also features additional guard lengths with sizes one through four that allow you to customize your haircut below the belt imagine shaving with a sleek well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom so I will not only say that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best because it has a built-in flashlight, which, as you guys know from last episode, helped me in a very dire situation when our power went out, but it also has a wireless charging port. That's pretty neat. It honestly is pretty dope, though, because, like, like I said multiple times, I constantly lose the charger to these things, and keeping it locked right in so it's not thrown to the side with a not a big chunky base... It works out better. If you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, you would do it wrong. No person wants to end up with curly cues in their mouth. So Manscaped is allowing us to have a special code beaming directly into your mind through your listening earbuds. You can get 20% off plus free shipping on any orders from manscaped.com. By simply using the code DNR20 at checkout. That is DNR20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping any of your lovely Manscaped products. Manscaped, your balls, <laughs> they're gonna thank you. Thanks for the informational messages, Growlina. <laughs> That's my uh, application to be a voice actor for the Incubus. <laughs> oh, that was mine. Wow, they're gonna... They they better pay us for those two epic sound bites we just gave them. Okay, I think, I think, I think we can talk a little bit about how our raid night went, because for, for the first time in forever, our two separate raid groups converged as one. And I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty fucking nervous. Going through this for, yeah, for a couple of the, reasons. <laughs> the so we got in there, and even the first moment, someone who wasn't in our raid group spoke, and I went, "This is new. <laughs> These are new people doing new things." 
I, and I will just say, like, they've always said that, like, we're the group that has, like, more rules and are, air quotes, strict about things. First off, I will say our group is not strict. We just have ways that we do things. And, like, I feel like simultaneously their group is, like, the Wild West of no rules. But then we got to Soul Render, and I was like, what is this complex trig function of a physics problem of a way that they're numbering things? What the fuck? So, first, I, I, I will say, I love raiding with different groups because you get to see some of the most craziest ways people do things like we've raided with lion's pride tavern dogs with jobs various other pug groups that i'm still in their description for some reason that i need to leave but i i can't believe how shocked i was that some of my guild current former guild members former guild members current guild members <laughs> strategies they were buck wild yeah, they use like several different numbers to describe each chain in Soul Render, which I thought was a little weird. I was kind of just like, yeah, we vaguely say like, oh, these are the three people in the second group and they're supposed to go this way, left to right. But first of all, they did right to left and then they did one, two, three, left to right. But then they're so if they're in group two, then it would be like two, two for the sec middle one. Or uh, I still am a little confused about this. And it's like it's like Immune said, there were times where we're like, okay, we have set spots you're supposed to stand, and they're like, oh, just loose, just don't die. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, you know, just stay alive. And they're like, excuse me, are you, why are you not at triangle? Circles stand at triangle, squares stand at skull. And I'm like, why are you making this one tough? It's guardian. <laughs> just go <laughs> to the circle when, if you're not getting hit. Uh, yeah, so on the on the Keenan and Kel'Thuzad fight, they still do the normal strat of putting the green circles over the green tank ads. And I was like, no, we, we can't do this. And I didn't realize it until, like, during the fight. And that's when I was talking during the fight. And then, like, I realized, I'm like, me saying this during the fight is only going to make us wipe because this is distracting over the comms. And that that's when Myth was like, we can handle it. We're fine. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Myth, I know. We got this. But, like, it just makes all of the S. So, like, if you don't know, the skeleton ads on Kel'Thuzad spawn off of the green silent zones. So if you spread out the green silent zones all around the edge, you just get zombies smacking you all over the place, which is probably fine if you have a more AOE heavy group, which I feel like we kind of didn't in our group, right? Either way, I prefer the skeletons all coming from one location so that you can predict exactly where they're coming from. And when you're worrying about like where Kel'Thuzad is or where you need to soak the giant ice circle or where the ice shards are going to be exploding from you don't have to worry about like your sneaky skeleton coming up from behind you and wiping the raid <laughs> which is exactly what happened to me or it didn't wipe the raid but i was on my death night and i was like yeah we got this yeah and then all of a sudden i'm like what is that and the skeleton hit me in the back and i was like oh and then the icicles fucking exploded and then i just died and i was like hmm we stack these circles all on top of each other at the entrance but it, i mean it was fine it just Again, I just love seeing how different raids do this. If you have a raid and, and you want me to see how your raid looks like on the inside, let me know. Invite me. I'll probably go. Yeah. And then, like, another aspect of why it was interesting is I feel like, well, first off, our normal raid lead, Lynn, wasn't there. And about halfway through this night, I, I was talking with our fourth uh, host, Jamunky, on the side. And we were, we were just both talking about how it felt like, like, we were like, we just wanted Dad to come back home. <laughs> <laughs> we got left at our auntie Kata's house it's just, things are weird we're breaking rules we didn't know about yeah and so that that's like the first main thing but then also we secretly had a bunch of sleeper agents there in the raid oh my god well how many what seven eight of us yeah it was the, it was the three of us I mean Jamunky and Suli who are always in the raid but Chain Gershom, Caitlin, they were all there. Yeah, and uh, Brodsky, who we met at the Lion's Pride Tavern raid a few weeks ago, is leveling a tune in our guild and hopefully going to be raiding with us in the future. But for now, he's bringing his like max level tune that we originally met, but he's on a different server. So he, he was there as well. Yeah, it was it was great. And, and so far, we're still under wraps. Gershom got a little bit close to to letting out the secret 
of us, which is funny because, like, at this point, like, it's almost not even a secret. Like, they should know by this point that we have a podcast, considering one of you, if you're still out there, tried to join the guild that one time and were like, hey, is this the guild that Slide and Immune have a podcast in with Growlina? And I was like, no. <laughs> Why'd you whisper fireball? Shout, shout, <laughs> shout out to that Brazilian hunter. You goofed up that one time, but we still love you. You are the reason we have the rules now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's not that I don't want them to find the podcast. It's that I think it's funner they find it organically. But then also I think it's kind of weird if they're like, if we're talking about something we create. I don't know. It's not like bragging. It, you know, it's just kind of weird, you know? To, to, to me, I just don't want to put anyone at odds where they're like if they die they think like oh fuck there goes episode yeah. 162 i'm the i'm the main topic it's what's what we do well, we did it we did great like we did we almost killed sylvanas 53 percent white i think people were just like trying to get used to the groups we had a lot of fate scribe problems because like i don't remember a time we had a group that big oh and kelthazad was also a problem having a large group because we had one more spike right yeah, and, like, the combination of the group size, the combination of us, like, being kind of, like, with the new, basically, effectively, a new raid team where we didn't know how they want to do things, and then a bunch of people who were seeing these fights for the first or infrequent times as well. So there were a lot of factors which made it... Oh, and then all the people, all of our normal people were on their alts, too, so it, it was... For people, for a guild that has this basically on AOTC farm, if we wanted to, it was a little rough in some of the fights. Yeah, I mean, like, if I was on my druid, we probably would have finished it, I think, actually, like, legitimately, all in one run. My death knight was just not pulling the damage he should have been. Because also, like, he doesn't have any shit. Because <laughs> the little drops came from fucking Alan. I don't know about you guys, I brought my main. I, ca I came there to do damage. Also, because I knew it was one of the last times I could use my un my unholy set before you're it like goes I'm away. getting the miles in on these boys. But yeah, it was good shit, interesting shit. No raid next week, Thanksgiving. Curious to see what. Oh, we got breaking news. We got druids. We got more druid tier sets, everybody. And most importantly, we got the feral druid tier set bonuses. And I don't really care, but. So my two set is each combo point spent reduces the cooldown of my Berserk by 0.5 seconds. Okay, so faster Berserk. I mean, that's fine. That's cool. I don't know. It's just kind of boring having cooldown reductions. Like, it's cool. But, like, this is this is a problem for me because if I reduce the cooldown on my Berserk, it's going to mean that my lineup with Jotunger is going to be completely off now. And so I don't like that. Actually, I fucking hate this. <laughs> that sucks. I was going to say, because it doesn't reduce uh, Jotunger, right? No, they're both on a three-minute cooldown. So, oh, man. The Pharaoh Discord is going to be mad about this, I bet. Uh, and then the fourth set is when Berserk ends, you're, you lacerate all nearby enemies, dealing 700% of attack power bleed damage over 10 seconds. Okay, that sounds pretty dope. Is there a way to put on the fourth set without having to have the two set? <laughs> It's kind of annoying. I'm, uh, it's probably going to change, like, BIS, actually. Or maybe I mean, it won't. I mean, also, and I'm, it's inconvenient at the beginning, but Jotunger looks left and right, will eventually be replaced. So... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because that's uh, that's from Sanctum of Domination. So, yeah, actually, who cares? You're right. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Aaron, we have breaking mage news for you. Oh, my goodness. Wait, really? Yeah, we got the Mage tier sets, and Aaron, let us know what you think about this Fire Mage tier set bonus. Your two set Fiery Rush bonus says that it increases the duration of combustion by two seconds. Well, I mean, of course, that's great. And your four set says, while combustion is active, you burn for 2% of your maximum health every one second, causing your Fire Blast and Phoenix Flames to recharge 100% faster. I mean, that's great. I really wish it, Blizzard didn't have a hard-on for making us literally set on fire. Uh, between that and Cauterize, <laughs> there's a lot of... There's just a lot of damage happening. Like, hurting yourself damage? Yeah, there's just a lot of hurting ourselves, but, I mean, 
if it recharges Fire Blast, that's great because if I can just spam those guys, I'll be in hog heaven. Man, I, I, I love I, this I mean, little. And also, just uh, like you don't like freeze yourself and then you go slower. You don't like I don't know. Realize magic doesn't exist and hurt yourself. I don't know why we're the ones that need to get hurt. You know, these are hard hitting questions. We we need to eventually address this, Ian. Uh, the Feral Discord is indeed going absolutely batshit. There's so many posts. People are saying it's good. People are excited. Helps her AOE. Uh, apparently, but we're also complaining about the Boomkins. We're like, they're getting more buffs. And meanwhile, the, oh my god, yeah, the Balance Discord is going two times the rate of the Feral Discord. Someone's going to stop these goddamn owls. They're out of control. Ian, fix them. Res me and get these owls under control. Where's the priest tier sets, huh? Where's where's that at, huh? Uh, I know we got a little vamping up in here. Uh oh, oh, oh. While we wait for the uh priest tier sets to drop, like, come on, guys, where, where they at? Wait, what's the ice one? What's the frost mage? Well, icy veins is active. Your spells have a twenty-five percent chance to call down a comet storm on your target enemy. <laughs> Yo, that's fun. That's dope. I'm I'm glad combustion's just kind of a little longer. Enemies hit, and the four pieces, enemies hit by Comet Storm take 2% increased damage from your frost spells up to 10% what for the, 8 seconds. What That's the so fuck? fun! What? Why isn't it like, oh, fucking your pinky freezes off and you lose 5% of your health? <laughs> That's dope. Wow. Maybe, maybe I'll be a frost mage main. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it's finally time for me to heed Honor's advice and... Oh my god, Priest Tier set was just posted, not even kidding. Yeah, not there you go. Kidding. All we had to do was vamp, and we got it, baby. No, I'm gonna ask you how you feel now. I mean, don't look at him, don't look at him. Here we go. No, just, no, just before you say this, though, before you before you say that, though, I just want to say that this feels literally like Christmas that we're recording as all these updates are happening. <laughs> and all of ours, specifically? Like, that's pretty great. Okay, here we go. Holy Priest Tier set bonuses in patch 9.2. Okay. Knowledge. Why is it called knowledge? Is it a two-piece to your set? Your holy words begin... <laughs> Sorry, this is goofy. Your holy words begin divine conversation, increasing the cooldown reduction of your next holy word affecting spell by 15 seconds. What does that mean? Walk us through that. Okay, so holy priest's big thing in their kit is that they have holy words... That is like, I'm not even going to front with you guys. I don't know the names of them. There's the big single target heal one, which I think is called like Serenity or something like that. It's blue. And then there's the AoE one, which is like Sanctify. I don't know. And that's an AoE heal. And then you have these other spells that are lesser versions of them. So there's like Flash Heal and Heal that reduce the cooldown of your big single target one. And then there's Prayer of Healing that reduces the cooldown of the AoE one when you cast them. So now they're introducing a whole nother mechanic, which is called... Did you fucking say Divine Conversation? I did say Divine Conversation. And I hope all the other all the priests out there got that because I'm like, what the fuck what just happened? Well, you better learn those spells because your four pieces, Blessed Soul... Divine Conversation increases the effectiveness of your next Holy Word affecting spell by 35%. Does this change your rotation completely on how you heal? <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to like decipher what this means. So Divine Conversation is started when I use a Holy Word. Well, so those are my big ones. And it increases the cooldown reduction of my next Holy Word affecting spell, which is the smaller ones I was talking about, by 15 seconds. Okay, so it just makes it basically makes it so that my holy words come off of cooldown faster, which is always good for like throughput. Might drain the mana a little fast, but we'll see. Um, and then it says four set. Wait, this doesn't say four set, but like I assume this is four set. It says divine conversation right. increases the effectiveness of your next holy word affecting spell by 30%. So I think this means that like. I want to cast my two holy words back to back. Like I want to use like my single target one and then my AOE one back to back because then that would make my AOE one stronger. So do you like this or not like this? Well, what are your thoughts on this reading this for the first time? I'm getting general confusion from trying to read divine conversation. 
No, I will say, like, I even kind of understood what both of yours meant, but, like, I, re- I read my own, I'm like, I am Confucian. But, like, uh, I think I don't hate it, and I don't think it will really change the way I play that much. Although, the way it reads, it kind of conflicts with my current conduit resonant words, which resonant words says that after I cast one of my big holy words, my next heal or flash heal does big heals. So, like, I, I'm like, does that mean that, like, I, I, because, like, you basically, you don't want to cast your two holy words back to back because of resonant words currently. So, I'm like, how long does Divine Conversation last? I, I just need, I need more details about this, basically. Jack, tell me what to do. I'm not over the name Divine Conversation. (laughs) It's interesting. I'm reading more into it. It says that, uh... Every, you know, 10 seconds in divine conversation, you get tongue-tied and have to punch yourself in the face for 10% of your health. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't? We're the wait, only no, wait, wait, people wait, wait, wait. that need to die <laughs> to do our four set! No, that, that's uh, that's Shadow Priest, okay, Aaron? But, like, you do get <laughs> tongue-tied when then you after you start speaking in tongues. So, like, you know, a little... Smish. I, I I need fucking shamans to drop a, drop a rock on their toe to increase critical strike or else I'm coming for Ian. Why? Growlina has been slinging fire for a decade. Why does she still set herself on fire to do moves? Sylvanas' new model is confirmed and it makes me very happy that A, she doesn't have her armor and B, this bitch has got pat shoes. She's got some vanilla <laughs> ass shoes. I'm like, ah! That's where that all know. that gray armor that you that you can't mog into. <laughs> yeah. She took it. I, I was gonna say you know her eye level is like thirty right now, maybe less. But 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 in addition to that, any of you PvP folks are probably excited by this news that we got today that we're getting two new arenas. One is a Zareth Mortis themed arena. It just looks very much so like their zone, like what you. I guess, consider a temple in their zone. Um, but personally, I'm more excited for the other one. It's a Maldraxxus-themed one, and it's literally very similar to the first boss encounter in Theater of Pain, or where you first zone in in the actual story questing when you fly in with Draka and have to fight your way out of the pit. Which is awesome, because that, that, it's like literally like it's where you fight. Like It's the most fightiest arena to fight in. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it would be a really big oversight if they didn't make a Theater of Pain-themed arena. Like, that just makes so much sense, right? Like, that's for so much... Think about how much blood was spilled there in the, our first day there in war mode, when, like, just constant people were just dying. We were dying in that fucking arena <laughs> constantly. <laughs> and then, one last thing to round us out is they did announce that we are getting a mall rat themed mount i will quickly post this for you boys in the host chat so we can sound off about it it's like four colored different colored versions of this and i just think it looks like a very pretty Marat. like i don't think of Marats as looking nice but like this looks kind of sick so bfa especially late bfa was categorized as the time of the worm mounts between this uh, the Spectral Mouse, the Hearthstone Mouse. Would you say Shadowlands is the time of the mouse? You're the mouse, baby. Yeah, I suppose so. Meow. Also, is this what those things are supposed to look like when they're big? I guess I never really paid attention when they're a little bitty. Uh, that's rough. That's a rough looking guy. Yeah, I also thought similarly because when I saw this article posted on wowhead i was like a mall rat mount what is it like a little itty bitty thing it'll look kind of weird if i'm riding that like what the fuck this must be like the mama mall rat that spawns the mall it's the big mall rat that makes all of the rules let's see what kind of trouble we can get into and now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium moot immune what do you got first first on the docket well, I feel like I need to come in hot with a top toot, and that is, so previously last week I mentioned that I was doing a little bit of a Raider IO competition with some of the people from Dogs of Jobs and Dark Hall, 
And we, so first off, I will say this got me all of my 20s timed in all the dungeons. So now I, now I have portals to all the dungeons. So like that is amazing. And also I'm like the number four Holy Priest I'm proud more now. Also awesome. Also, these people are just swapping back and forth between Venthyr like crazy. I think now to address you from Thrall's Balls, Aaron, I, I'm fairly confident I am the top. Venthyr Holy Priest, I'm proud of I can, I can believe it. I was three shield walls in when I made that uh, negative statement. I am willing to run it back now. Although, like, at the time, it was likely true that people were fucking around and switching back and forth up there. Because, like, for a minute there, I also was Kyrian. Because, like, I, I will also say, like, I guess that's also a top two adjacent thing that I was able to level immune to 80 renowned Kyrian, which will be nice if I ever want to try disc or maybe just and holy to fuck around sometimes in dungeons either way back to like the crux of my top two was that we did well in the competition we got fourth place overall so the competition was to in our bracket we were gold bracket and that is capped at 20s like at, at lo- i level i'm no at um mythic plus 20 level so if if you did a 21 or higher you were in a different bracket so we did a bunch of 20s and the people with the best times on all the dungeons on their tyrannical 20s for that week like placed highest i guess the top three got prizes so we were four so we were almost there but we were the top alliance guild and we were the top north american guild so i feel i mean i said guild i meant team i guess but like i still think that's a great achievement and yeah like I'm, i'm proud of us it was a lot of fun too Heck yeah, I'm proud of you. I know, I know you guys are a little too prideful to bring me along, but, uh, you know, 9.2's coming. We're gonna get top spot next time. I'm gonna kick out, hey, hey, hey. There, well, there you go. That's my top two of the week. Aaron, what do you got? I also have a top two. Two, two. It was chaotic, it was stressful, but I am so happy to see... The DN army out in our weekly raid. I was very impressed by everyone's efforts. Caitlin not only walked in there for the first time, but was beasting it all the way to the end. My only thing is, this girl needs to roll on more things. Rings would go up, agility trinkets would go up, and she'd be like, well, I mean, someone needs it more than me. And I was like, girl, no one. I was like, take it from them. This is everyone's all. Steal their things. But then she wouldn't roll. But I am happy that everyone made it through. There were some trials and tribulations, but we got really far on it. And that just, you know, just really puts a pep in my step. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Slide Whistle, what is your TTBBMM? I got myself a top toot. Triple toots! This may be a controversial statement. In fact, I know it's a controversial statement. But I'll just say, I have been living up to my promise of indulging in Richard Knack books. And I've been enjoying the audiobook version of War of the Ancients Part 1. At the beginning, I was Mm. like... At the beginning, I was like, okay, so... This is some very questionable descriptions of things happening. Once I got past that and got into the lore of like what's happening with the War of the Ancients, there's shit that I didn't know. I didn't know that Black Rickhold was mentioned by name this early. I thought it was just like a, oh yeah, there's, what's his name again? What's even the guy's name? Uh, Lord uh, Buckingham. Lord, uh, what's his name? It's definitely Lord Buckingham. <laughs> Lord Cortalos Ravencrest, duh. Which like I was like, okay, yeah, like I knew he was an old elf, but then I was like, wait, Buckler Cold? Like I guess I didn't realize like all those connections. There's so many things that like we have seen come back up again, like Ashara and giving in to like the power of like the the Nightwell and just like 
So, like, I just have to ask. So, like, I feel like these books probably came out before Legion, right? So, I feel like a lot of people who read these books and kept up on the Knack lore or the lore of Warcraft in general were probably even more excited about Legion than we were because we were fucking amped for Legion because it's a cool expansion, but yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like Legion and BFA playing those before getting into the books makes the books way more interesting because we're dealing with like what ashara was doing and like what like why she like why the the elves that we're doing with magic i don't know it makes it just more intertwined because like i understand where they ended up at and it's interesting i don't really care when we get to the orcs i don't care what the orcs are doing but like the elf stuff just is just like oh yeah illidan's a bitch he's like he's like he's, he's literally partying in suramar and having been in suramar i could i know what that looks like he's wearing funny masks going to masquerade balls <laughs> and fighting demons like it's dope demons so not finished with it yet i I will say it's probably better with the audiobook because somebody else has to read the words for yes, me. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's the thing is, even if you're not into it, you're able to continue. When when Richard lulled me to sleep, my story ended. When I would wake up hours later, I'd be like, <gasps> and Richard would still be there. <laughs> and like, there's no bows and whistles. There, there's no background music. There's no sound effects. So like... It is kind of hard for a while audiobook because, like, man, their other ones are amazing with that shit. But so far, so good. We'll see how much I like it when I get to the end of the whole series. I own all three of them, apparently. I bought them, like, two years ago without realizing it when I had, like, birthday credits on Audible for the free books. <laughs> Which means I also have them because we share an Audible account. <laughs> there you go. Call an Audible. Play it. But, yep, with that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, Richard Knack book suggestions, you can send it to us at do not relent pod at gmail.com. Tweet at us on Twitter at do not relent pod. You can follow me on Twitch at Slide Whistle. I streamed balls during my lunch break for five minutes and nobody showed up. How dare you not be there at an inconvenient time for five minutes? <laughs> I'm surprised that, that worked. I didn't think it was going to let me do that. What about you guys? Where are you at? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. Someday I'll return to streaming on Twitch at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com, DNR's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. You can find me slightly more occasionally streaming at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. And you can listen to me and my fiance, Caitlin, a.k.a. Cubbybub, on episode 27 of Thrall's Balls. We got on there. We drank a lot. I said a lot of incorrect information and took a lengthy bathroom break because kigurumis are hard to get off when you are going to the bathroom. Bless you. You're welcome. All right, see you guys next week. Whoa, we got to figure out recording next week with Thanksgiving. Whoa. Wednesday. And remember. Wednesday. <laughs> Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs> <laughs>